0: Welcome to The Rural Rockstar, a podcast dedicated to empowering rural women with the tools and inspiration to transform their lives and businesses from the inside out. I share my journey of Survive to Thrive in life and business, and I show what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I also interview other rockstar women from around the world to inspire you to do it too. My mission is to empower the next generation of rural changemakers to show up and be the leaders we need. I'm Katrina, your rockstar host. Let's rock. Hello and welcome back to the Rural Rockstar. I'm your host, Katrina Myers. Today we're going to be talking about the mum juggle and the concept of, you know, balance being bullshit and all that kind of stuff. I often get messages from people and also when I ran my course um, earlier this year, a lot of the women were struggling with the mum juggle and how to balance it all and how do I have more time with my kids, more time with my husband, how do I do the work, how do I stay fit and healthy, how do I eat well. I mean this is like 101 textbook being a mum struggles, right? This is what we all struggle with. How do I be present for my kids? How do I have quality time with them? How do I be present for my husband? How do I manage to, yeah, stay fit, look good, feel good, you know, all those kind of things that we all have to try and manage. And so I thought I'd discuss that with you today and I'll I'll share what I do and how I've kind of managed to get better at this stuff, to help you and support you. I kind of, uh, there'll probably also be a bit of like straight talking because this podcast is meant to be about empowering you and I'm not going to beat around the bush with things either. And I think there's a lot of kind of you know, we can get really stuck into victimhood and kind of, you know, um, blaming other people for where we're at. And, you know, we can, we, there's also the martyrdom that comes up a lot too as a mother because, you know, that, and that comes back to our belief systems and all that kind of stuff. And it's a lot deeper stuff. But we can very easily slip into being the martyr and, you know, um, feeling like we have to do it all when really it's about having clear choices and putting in boundaries and all that good stuff, which is very hard, no doubt about it. But, um, it's not, it doesn't have to be that way, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So in terms of, um, you know, we hear a lot about people saying, Mia Friedman, I think it was actually even wrote a book about balance is bullshit. And I was thinking about this the other day and I think that actually does us a disservice in that it makes us think that like it has to be chaotic if it's, if it's okay. And I just don't know about that. I think balance is possible, but it's about making some hard choices. It's about putting in some steps and some some routines, not even routines, practices. Like it's about doing things yourself that enable you to feel more balanced in your life. Now, it's never going to be 100% balanced all the time. But I think by saying that balance is bullshit, it kind of gets us off the hook a bit in that like it allows us to believe that we can't feel calm and we can't feel okay and maybe things just have to be hectic and busy is just acceptable. Whereas, I don't know, I've come to believe that that's not really the case. It's just about you doing the work and becoming calm on the inside and making the changes on the inside that allow the stuff outside to become more balanced. And then what happens is once you do start to, do the inner work, then you are more aware when things are out of balance and you can recorrect more quickly. So I don't know, I'm kind of more leaning towards now thinking that balance is possible, not all the time, not 100% of the time, but it is possible and we need to be able to give ourselves permission that it's okay to find balance and to be calm and not to be doing everything all the time so that we, you know, we don't have to be hectic and crazy and busy all the time. We can be calm and that is possible. So I guess a couple of other things just to chat to you about is in terms of time management and and when people say, oh, I haven't got time. Um, So, you know, that's a big one for mothers in terms of trying to stay fit and exercise and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I just don't have time for exercise. So in some ways, you know, I'm just going to call bullshit on that because and that's not to make you feel bad at all, but I think it's just an excuse and it's just a choice that you're making. It's about priorities. So it's very easy to let the self-care stuff, the well-being stuff, the fitness, the eating healthy, like that can slip down the line very easily when actually it's really the most important thing. So it's really easy to say, "Oh, I don't have time for exercise." But it's like, "Okay, well, what choices are you making and what are you prioritizing over that instead of doing exercise and sure you might not be able to fit in a one-hour run every day or a one-hour gym session but could you fit in 10 minutes every morning as soon as you get up surely everyone can find 10 minutes in the day now don't get me wrong I know that even finding 10 minutes when you're in chaos mode can seem ridiculous You've probably heard me talk about my, you know, starting meditation story back in the day when I was in chaos, overwhelm, crazy mode, Um, and I thought balance was bullshit and I had no idea it was even possible. Um, And I tried to start meditating and I would do, you know, I thought, how can I sit still for five minutes? Like, that just is ridiculous. There's no way I've got five minutes in the day. So I get it. I totally get it. But all I'm saying is that I just want to call you out on it and get you to really start thinking about, okay, well, why don't I have time for exercise? Or why don't I have time for meditating? Or why don't I have time to look after myself? What am I prioritising? So, time management is is a funny one as well for me because it's sort of like once you can get yourself right and you can get the and you can get more calm on the inside, and the time management doesn't become as big a deal. Like you can use all these tools to, you know, manage your time better and program yourself and have your day, like, super structured and organised. But if there's still too much in your day and you're still feeling crazy on the inside and you're suffering with, like, high-functioning anxiety and you're just like, then it's not going to matter how, like, many time management apps you have, you're still going to feel hectic and busy and, like, you haven't got enough time. So it's about doing the inner work to get yourself feeling calm that actually makes you feel like you've got more time and then you can, you know... Time management is not, is not a thing anymore, I guess. So, yeah, so not enough time is a big one that comes up. So I would get you to s- encourage you to start thinking, well, why don't I have enough time? Okay, and what am I prioritising? And what are my priorities? Why don't I have enough time to do the exercise? Why don't I have enough time to have date night? Now, I'm betting that especially as rural mums, something that's happening is that you're overcommitting, And we all do this, and I used to do this too, and this has been a huge part of the kind of personal development well-being journey for me, where you can't say no. You can't say no to the kids, and you let them do all the after-school activities that they want to do. Uh, You can't say no to extra work. You can't say no to community groups, because we're all volunteering on a million and one community groups. Um, So you spend your entire time saying yes, giving all of your time to other people and not giving yourself any space or any time for you. Very, very common. So this all ties in with the wellbeing work as well and having self-awareness and getting to know yourself and understanding what your priorities are and knowing what you really want, building up your confidence and your strength and your, I guess, self-compassion and your self-love and the ability to say no to things and the ability to be able to put boundaries in place so that, You know, when someone asks you to join another community group, you can say, no, sorry, that doesn't fit in with what I want to do. It's not a priority for me right now. Or, you know, maybe it's just saying to the kids, you can only do one sport a week. You know, there's no harm in that. Our kids do one, two, max. That's it. Like, we don't overcommit to heaps of sport things because, you know, then you spend your entire life running around in the car. Now, chances are there's a good bit of guilt that'll come up there for you because you're like oh but i want my kids to be able to do everything that they want to do and you know i'm i'm not a good mother if i don't run them around all over the place there'll be all sorts of like guilty feelings and everything that comes up for you if you're just starting out on this journey and you're listening to me saying this stuff and you're like oh my god i can't i couldn't possibly say no to things all part of the journey in learning to love and respect yourself and have good well-being and understand your thresholds of what you can cope with uh, before things tip out of balance. So it's all part of it. So, you know, like that really learning to say no is a big thing and being able to put boundaries in place. So, but that sort of comes again as you get down the journey a bit further. So the things that have really worked for me, I think, that have led me to a place where I I can genuinely say now that I feel like my life is in balance. People say to me, oh, you must be busy. I'm like, no, I don't feel busy. I really genuinely don't feel busy. I've got, you know, I've got more kids now than I used to have when I was hectic and busy. Um, I've got, you know, I'm launching my own business. We've still got our own, um, the farm business. Um, like, you know, theoretically out on the outside, yeah, life looks busy, but on the inside I don't feel busy. I feel, most of the time I feel calm. And don't get me wrong, there are still absolutely times when it, you know, it teeters off out of balance of course Um, but most of the time overall I don't feel busy and that's been a very conscious effort to get myself to the position where I don't feel busy and I'm not overcommitted, and I'm able to say no and I have boundaries and you know all those sorts of things that have happened so that I can feel in balance most of the time so that started for me about eight years ago like it's a work in progress this stuff doesn't just happen overnight and especially if you're in that place where you are feeling overwhelmed feeling hectic just don't know how you're possibly going to find the time in the day and you're constantly running from one thing to another and your mind's you know in that sort of crazy mode an overwhelmed mode it's it's hard at the start but so it's, it's all part of the journey. So for me it started off with the meditating, it started off with therapy, it started off with all the things that I talk about and then slowly over time it's led to me being able to have an awareness of where I'm too hectic, where I'm too busy, what too busy sort of looks like um, and not over committing and being conscious enough that I, I can say no to things when I don't want to do them or, you know, not letting the kids – do too many things because we live out of town and it takes up so much time to be running around after them all the time and and being okay with that. Sometimes it means, you know, not cooking dinner. Like I've gone through periods where I'm like, hey, I've really got to just, you know, um, be happy with the delicious, I must say, at the Barham RGA, (laughs) like ready-made meals that are, are beautiful. Like just buy one of those. Don't feel guilty about not cooking a beautiful, healthy, nutritious meal that I've slaved over for two hours. Like I just, I don't do that anymore. Not every night, certainly. Um, so, you know, like giving yourself a break and, and releasing yourself of that mum guilt is another massive part of this. The self-compassion piece is really big part of this because if you're constantly stuck in mum guilt about all the things you're not doing, then, you know, you're going gonna, to you're, you're gonna struggle with this work because a lot of it is practising self-compassion and being okay with saying no and not feeling guilty about it but that all comes with that, you know, through the meditation work, through the self-care work and, you know, starting to fit in daily exercise. It's, I cannot, you know, over overestimate or tell you enough how much, you know, being able to do exercise helps. You know, if you can move your body, you'll feel so much better. So prioritising things that make you feel good that are self-care practices that will create a more of a sense of calm within you, um, massive. And this will have to happen first before, you know, any of that other stuff will fall into place. Like you've got to prioritise yourself. It is not selfish. That's another big thing that came up for these women that I worked with and they were like, oh, I'm I'm trying to prioritise myself. I know it's selfish. It's like, no, it's not selfish at all. It's completely the opposite. The more you prioritise your needs, yourself, your self-care, the better you will be for everyone around you. Like that is massive. If you take nothing else away from this podcast episode, that is what I want you to take away. Self-care is not selfish. It's actually almost essential, I would say. Like in fact, it's, you know, it's the exact opposite of selfish. And the more you do to look after yourself, to practice self-care for you, you know, the better you will be for everyone around you. Cannot stress that enough. So that's, the, that's probably the main things that I wanted to talk about today was like just balance and, you know, managing the juggle, like being a mum, yes, sure, huge amount of challenges. Like parenting a whole other topic which I will go into another day. But like in terms of just the juggle, it's all about you doing the work on yourself so that you can cope mentally, so that you can feel a sense of calm on the inside, so then what's happening on the outside is not as hectic And to bring awareness into your day so that you can know when you're slipping into busy, crazy, overwhelmed mode, so that you can know what you need to say no to, so that you can know what you need to prioritise. Like doing that inner work first is what will lead to the sense of calm and more balance in your life on the outside. So I would 100% say start with meditating. That helped me so much. And then, you know, the foundational pieces that I always talk about, the battery make sure you're getting enough sleep. Huge one. Huge, huge, huge. Like if you're not, you know, what are you prioritizing at night? Are you staying up and watching an extra episode of Netflix when you should be, when you could be going to bed and getting more sleep? Like having enough sleep will make a massive difference to how you show up. Um, Do you have a morning routine? That's another one. That's not one of the five foundations, but I just thought of it then because, you know, because if you're staying up really late, then you can't get up early and getting up earlier is helps so much like that's been another really valuable piece for me because it just allows me to set myself up for the day so much better I mean if you're like getting woken up by the kids at sort of half past seven and then you're rushing around to try and get them out the door well you're already behind the eight ball for the day so again you know what choices are you making what priorities are you putting in place to set yourself up for success so you can manage everything as best as possible and, you know, I mean, sometimes like being super organized is not the whole part of the piece. As I said, it's the inner work. It's that inner sense of calm that will lead to the best success. So you can have everything organized to within an inch of its life, but if you're still feeling stressed on the inside, then you're still going to feel hectic and busy and like you're not managing it. So it's, it's you know, there's, a, there's the pieces to the puzzle. Being organized certainly helps, but I would say above all, it's the inner work, it's how you feel on the inside that is the most important So, yeah, so get enough sleep, drink plenty of water, you know, eat nutritious food, move your body every day, um, make sure you're having some downtime and some rest and have connection. All those sort of things like I always talk about and like Meg and I always talk about will be the things that lead to you feeling good on the inside and those self-care things, foundational things that lead to that calm and that balance on the inside so that you can manage the outer world hugely important. So, yeah, that's my tips. Start meditating, do the well-being work, get those foundations in place of the battery and having enough sleep and all those sorts of good things, and then work on your boundaries and saying no. And and don't overcommit. Like really give yourself permission to say no to things. Release yourself of the m- mum guilt, practice self-compassion, and and, you know, like maybe even at the start, it's 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 about going the other way, like really saying no, like resetting and getting back to being present, reconnecting with yourself and allowing yourself that space. And then what you find is once you build up that inner strength, you're actually able to cope with more. So then maybe you can bring some more stuff back in, you know. But really prioritise yourself and getting your inner self right and watch the magic happen. All right. I would love to hear if you've got any questions. Uh, send them on through. And thanks for listening. See you guys.